horror 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 movie? <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's make a movie? I wonder what we'll be like then. Brains in jars, I'm gonna guess. We're a long way for God knows, son. Slowly Coming out of his mouth. Crawling out yeah, of his mouth, distraction cool. skin. Nice. So he doesn't save them, the bridge goes down, people die, and he's like, oh well, job done. Clarence. Can yeah. we try to take two again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is maybe don't trust sentient hats to make life-changing decisions. But... <laughs> Thanks for your correspondence, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give this a go. So I'm going to actually just read this off the thing. Welcome to Let's Make a Horror Movie. Before we start, as always, a few words of caveat. We love horror, we respect horror greatly as a genre and an art form, and we spend an awful lot of time watching, reading, and talking about it. Yeah, we're also irreverent, silly, and generally carefree, so please don't mistake anything we say here as denigrating one of the great artistic reflections of the human condition. Yeah. If I may be so bold. And on that note, that is said and done, and this is episode one of Let's Make a Horror Movie, oh. which is going to be probably shit, I would say. <laughs> yeah, probably. And I think it's a lot of podcasts, well, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but the ones I have listened to, I think... Pretty sure episode ones have been wiped off the... It's normally like the first few. It's normally like the episode five terrible. becomes the episode one because episodes one to five are well, probably what this is going to be. Hey, look, there's no pressure. Yeah. There's no pressure. So the intro is like, my name's John. And I'm yeah. Dave. And this podcast is full of spiders. <laughs> That's pretty good. Couldn't help myself. Okay, so in theory then, the gist of this podcast is that each cast has one of us pitching a horror movie idea to the other. Okay. And then uh, the other will hopefully contribute to yeah. said idea. And then we push it out to the three people that may listen to this yes. for them to feedback their ideas that yeah. we'll then cover off in a little section at yeah. the end of the show with the following week and so on and so forth. And I see what, what both our mums think of it. <laughs> but before we, before we crack into your idea, it occurred to me that this could become quite interesting in terms of the theming. So yes. I, I suspect that... Long enough that we do this, yep. I suspect that your films are going to have a particular bent, if you will. Yes. And mine, the same, but a different... Yeah. Like, I, I feel like it'll probably have a mine clear... Are almost always kids in peril. <laughs> I, it's, it's a thing that I like. Um, it's I, I, I ironic been... for someone that has actual children. <laughs> I know. And so far, I'm not in peril, so it's very nice. Well, as far as you know, <laughs> you're not with them right now, in fairness. So, you know, I mean, I don't want to worry you. I don't want to encourage you constant checking of the phone. But uh, it feels like it feels like if anyone's let the side down, it might be you. Well, you know, Jess, my wife, is an old hand. <laughs> yeah. Mate, I've heard enough of my favourite murders to know what happens when you're at the house. <laughs> and um, we have recently moved. Oh yeah, so yeah, 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 exactly. Who are your neighbours? You don't know. Very, very nice so far. That's how they all. <laughs> that's how it always starts, though, yeah. isn't it? That's Too how friendly. it always. Very nice. Very nice neighbours is probably like the opening kind of gambit of mm. one of the films that yeah. we're going to come up with. Look, lovely old man. Uh huh. Is he? Yeah. Spent some time in Argentina in the fifties. Right. Oh right. Oh, there it was. The lovely Eastern European couple, with a couple of kids. Very nice. Right. Right. No Argentinian. I was trying to create the atmosphere that it might have been nasty. Oh, nasty. I see. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Sorry, got it. Yeah. Perfect. At, uh, at pupil. This is at pupil, yeah. It's not set in Argentina, though, is it? No, but I think you could probably live there. Probably, it must have. It, it's like it's like a gateway drug, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Or kind of or almost the opposite. So yeah. you're winding down from full Nazism, you go to Argentina. Yes. The sun, the sea, the sand. It's, it, the, it's the classic Nazi's journey. Yeah. Berlin, Argentina, Surrey. Right. It's the classic <laughs> arc that they all follow. And they all end up here. <laughs> anyway, so last week we watched The Perfection. Incredible. 
Loved it. Loved everything about it. I thought it was great too. The first thought should always be: Hasn't Weinstein got too many limbs? <laughs> once you, once you, yeah, once you've got yeah. that idea in your head, and we've all had that idea, yeah. you just go, "I should make a film about that." But like a really cool cellist, it's the, it's the obvious next. That's step. true, and I would argue that it's not so much leaving too many limbs as appendages. Yes, if yeah. um, he, he is a man who has too many appendages, but you know we're splitting hairs. Let's leave Weinstein alone. Well. Let's not leave him alone. Like you've definitely got to keep an no, eye no, on no. him. At the I'm very really, least, really you... loud and clear. Back off, Weinstein. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I thought it was great too. Strong. I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying Netflix's horror output. Oh, I've got to say, like, and they did well with did, what was the Stephen King one? That was really good. Gerald's Game. Yes, very very good. That was strong. Really and they've also got a load of cracking movies on there, like The Void and. Oh yeah, loads of really cool uh, fun yeah. ones and whatnots. Uh, yeah, loads of whatnots. Yeah, the whatnots all over the place. Whatnots. Without the whatnots, you've just got what's or nots, which no one, no one wants either. No one wants either. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, I would like to just talk at length about random horror film stuff and literature and such, but I feel we owe it to concision and anyone that may actually listen to this to to try and battle through with the uh, with the goal here. Okay. And well, you've got to fold it up for yeah, anyone listening. Yeah. John has a folded up piece of paper in front of him, which is the tantalizingly folded. It is the first in what I expect yeah. will be many successful forays into yeah. horror movie pitching, and I'm excited. I'm like... excited to hear what's on it. Crack right. on, and I will uh, interject if I have trouble. All right. The movie opens in 1828. Now that's going to be a surprise to you because I've never touched that. Either. That is that is a, a it's, yeah. if you did it in 27. Yeah. I've been like, makes perfect sense. It's, I mean, it's well trodden. What movies don't start then? Everything starts um, But yeah, 1828, I feel, is yeah. like, fucking hell. It's, it's a game changer. Upended my understanding of I reality. I feel like M. Night Shyamalan and how he views his own work. You've Shyamalan's it before we've yeah. even begun. And this will change yeah. the playing field. Yeah. Light Lady in the Water, I am the man who's going to save the world with a story. Brilliant. Um, okay, a couple sit around their dining table. Silent heads, low and forlorn. A scream comes from upstairs. The wife looks at the husband, who only stares blankly at the floor. Furniture smashes upstairs. Another scream, this time for help. It is a child's voice, their daughter. Two kids, well, that we know about. We don't know, in fact, we don't know. I'm the audience, I don't... A little little tweak, only one one kid in this. Oh, okay, it's a daughter. Yeah, so there's a daughter in peril. There's a parent just just letting this shit go on Do I need to know... Does it matter where they are? Do this, I need to know what country they're in? This, they're in um, in the Midlands. Specific then. In specific. So they're in, in the they're in England. Yeah. In the Midlands, mm-hmm. which for anyone not from I'm not from England and trying to pick where the Midlands is on a map is a bit like a sort of blindfolded pin yeah. the tail on a donkey for me. I, I yeah. mean, obviously, I could look at England and go, well, that's about the middle. If there is, if a, you've gone there... too far down, you're in the south. Too far up, you're in the north. <laughs> Clever. Middle. Clever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the way I would normally identify it is that there is an airport called East Midlands. But that's in the east part of the Midlands. And ob- and <laughs> yeah, of course. And obviously yeah. it's about 200 years later. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean this is not about the That's great though, yeah. Specifically. I'm just imagining the voices, that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, I can't Who's do... that? Who's <laughs> that upstairs? Is that kind of... I'm not... Very much that. Is it? Okay, yeah. great. Right, um, carry on. Right. Sorry. Screams from... Yeah. Unable to bear in action any longer, the mother bolts upstairs. The father starts to rise in shock. The mother sprints up the stairs, heads to the bedroom from which the sounds of chaos are coming. 
She slams open the door to reveal her very young daughter, around about 10, or no, literally exactly 10, and I'll get to that reason in a minute, <laughs> cowering in the corner. By the window is a large, feathered, human-like creature, half hidden in shadow. It howls at the sight of the mother. The, woman, the, the mother screams back and rushes at the creature, smashing it back towards the window. The creature rakes claws across her back, soaking them both in her blood. The mother takes a step back and relaunches herself into the creature's middle. Burst pushing them both out of the window. The creature falters slightly but manages to use its wings, it has wings, um, to steady itself, whereas another falls hard to the cobbles below. Her blood soaks the ground, the daughter looks from the window above. That's your cold open. That's your cold open. That's just that's just setting up okay. that's just like that's your basics. I'm gonna I'm gonna just jump straight in with feedback. Yeah. I love I love the feathered idea. That's a really nice touch. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I well, can't I'm trying to think I can't think of um I can't. I can't think it's, of an equivalent. It's going from us. So now, in so the, the next bit I've all got is all synopsis and all basic. That's, that's great. No, nice. I like it. Good format. Right. So we're getting we're getting a taste. Yes. Of how it would play out with yeah, with a I, full open an scene. idea of tone. Right. Yes. And then now we can move on to a more so general. The movie's set a decade later in oh. 1838. So at this point, industrial revolution's really hitting the country, particularly in the Midlands. Hence the Midlands thing, because the textile industry was <laughs> fucked at that time. Yes. Because of all the. Because of all the history stuff. Oh, we all know this. Right? Yeah, I mean, this <laughs> is all bread and Oh, everybody knows. Every, every horror fan has a working knowledge of the Well, it's that old phrase, that old saying, isn't it? It's as dead as the Midlands in the mid-1800s. Yeah. Everyone always says that. It's a little, it's a little, bit, little bit trite at this point. But. <laughs> so the setting is a small rural town where the occupants have agreed to sacrifice a child once every five years to a group of winged creatures. They're kind of like the old harpies. So they're like a female head nice. and torso. Uh, but kind of large feathered wings, and they're very much like hungry creatures. Are we fairly explicit then with these creatures? Like, so as the viewer, we're seeing them when we're not shrouded in darkness, going, Oh, there's yeah. a claw. Like, what's, in, what could that be? In the it's beginning, like, nah. yeah, there's definitely an outline at this point. You know broadly what you're dealing with. Right. So this family sacrifice a kid every five years. They do so to protect their village from any kind of change. It, it's worked for some time because this is the end of the Napoleonic War. It's a lot of like conscription, everything else. The textile industry is obviously on its knees and everything else. So they want to create a sense that their village is, is unchanging. And they believe by sacrificing these children to the creatures, that keeps their place safe from all the stuff that the world's happening. But there's a sense of like unease and despair in the village because they've been giving a kid away every five years. It's not a great place. So the, the surviving daughter is the lead character. The creatures took her mother's body away that night. You subsequently find out. Right. She, along with a band of children, one of whom is picked to be the next offering. So this is ten years later. So what's happened in the interim is that another sacrifice has happened. And the daughter tried to stop that one from happening right. but failed. You don't know exactly how it happened. Gotcha. But you know that she failed to protect this of a kid. So we, we're assuming... Apologies for interrupting, but... Uh, no, 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 so we're yeah. assuming that the protagonist is the daughter yep. from the cold open. And there's probably been some exposition... Yes. Post credits. Yeah, I mean the main yeah. character is she's still going to have her dad, although he's going to be very clearly not really present anymore because of the events of the ten years previous. Yeah. Um, and also, I'd imagine that the town is going to be some, in some way, ostracizing them slightly because they didn't meet the criteria of the sacrifice. The kid didn't die, but the creatures took the mother and seemed okay with it. But the villagers themselves aren't necessarily like thinking. Oh, but through that. Course so, so, so that wasn't the first incident of it happening. It's happened a long right, time. Right, but it's just that yeah. we're enjoying it at that point. Gotcha. I mean, I've even considered what kind of style of houses they would have, and uh-huh. they, would, they would go for the. Oh, God, I've embarrassingly forgotten the name now. 
what's this, the tail end of the Industrial Revolution? Yeah. Wouldn't it be terraced brick houses? No, because they would look at the hacks. The village has been untouched, so they're kind of more like the actual like Stuart sort of Oh, right, style yeah, of right, so right. They, heavy brickwork, very small windows, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I've, I've done a I've done Are you a going thatch roof? Are we going thatch roof? I, I mean, I'm thinking, I'm not sure yet. I'm thinking yeah. visually we'll see how it plays. Leave it up to the artistic license of the director. Exactly. There you that's go. someone else's problem. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> the not, lo- I'm not a fucking roof. That's the problem with the location scout. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. you know. The indoor scenes are going to be shot in Pinewood or something. So exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Caine's going to be there. Um, okay. So really, the other villagers are the more present enemy of the film because they're the ones who want to keep the sacrifices going. Yeah. Because they believe it keeps their town safe. What happens is when a sacrifice is sort of chosen, nine months before the five years date that they agreed, that they've all agreed upon, every childbearing couple is obliged to have sex that night. And the one whose birth date falls nearest the agreed-upon date is the one who will be sacrificed when they reach 10. So at some point in the movie as well, the children, the the main characters are going to be 20 at this point, but her and the other kids will find a nest of these creatures. And it's going to be just like old feathers, twigs and bones of children. Mm. And also her mum's bones as well. Cool. So a few days before the actual agreed-upon date, the house that's been picked will be marked in a way that I've not quite worked out yet. Probably blood on the door or some something shit. Like, something yeah, classy. Something, something classy, yeah. And then they'll sit upon the roof of that house and scream. That's like cool. Like Yeah. Because I do like the banshee. I would like a, a scream that's as disquieting as the Donald Sutherland scream from the end of Invasion yes, of Body Snatchers. very much so, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Like, like... These creatures are Donald Sutherland with breasts. Gotcha. And feathers. Breasts and feathers, yes. <laughs> it's your classic Sutherland breast feathers setup. Yeah, SBF, man. <laughs> yeah, we've all, seen <laughs> we've all seen it in our dreams. The village elders are totally on board with this, as I believe it protects the village from the international wars and industrial revolution. They vocalise support for the actual Luddite movement, despite being connected to the textiles industry in any way. But they but they still find a kinship with that idea and everything else. Yeah. One of the things I find interesting about the Luddite movement particularly is that Ned Ludd, who they sort of based yes, it on, based on yeah, yeah. is a fictional man. Google it if you don't know. Yep. Sorry, just yeah. shout out. <laughs> Look up Ned we Ludd. Don't, we don't have time to yeah. contextualise Ned Ludd. Ned Ludd. <laughs> <laughs> Double, Two Ds? Yeah. Double D Ned, uh, as he's known, he was a fictional man. He was there's, there's only one article about him in the late 1700s, and there's no proof he ever existed. But yeah, he was taken as a figurehead. Oh, I didn't know. That. Thing. I didn't know that until very recently either. So, so, so no, this is the interesting thing. This is this is the sort of the Shamalanian aspect mm. of it. Yeah. So the creatures themselves, they just feed and they eat livestock in the interim between this five years date. The reason that they feed on the children is a purely Pavlovian sort of like response that they know that certain things the village does it. They think, oh, it's dinner time. You put food out, I'm going to eat it. Sunday roast is essentially gotcha. the thing. Yeah. The reason well, more like veal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sunday veal. Sunday veal. Yeah, because we only have veal once every five years. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. a treat. Um, so it's a Pavlovian response. And the real reason that the village is actually free from all the changes of the world is because it's a village where it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. And also it's a village where every single person there has lost a child or knows someone who's lost a child. So it's a village that's quite sort of grim, despairing and offish. So when anybody ever comes to the village, and there's very, very few visitors, they're just put off by the village itself. They're put off by just the grimness of the place. Nothing to do with anything that these creatures are doing. The creatures are just the hungry creatures in yeah. the woods. And it's actually the, the actual villagers themselves utterly believe this is happening and believe that it's, they're doing the right thing. But actually, it's based upon nothing. It's based upon purely, it must have worked at some point. Yeah, random chance. Exactly. Because I think that's how a lot of superstitions and religions start. 
you see like a weird synchronization of something happening and you go, oh, that's why the sun's risen because I had a big shit. <laughs> that's so, therefore, if I had Wait, a shit... and you're telling me that's not why the sun rises every morning? It's not. Or at least as far as I know... Well, that sun. way, I can at least stop taking diuretics when I wake up. <laughs> yeah, please, please do. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the main setup. So the real enemy of the, of the movie, really, for the first sort of act, maybe two acts, is the creatures. Yeah. But then once the girl and her friends discover the nature of what's happening, they try and convince the village. These are just fucking monsters you're feeding children to who don't even really give a shit about eating kids. They don't just eat fucking animals if mm. they wanted to. But you keep giving children to them, believing it's keeping you safe, and it's doing nothing towards it. It's just... It's faith. Yeah, it's, exactly. faith, isn't it's a it? faith thing, yeah. Mm. So there's a bit of a shadow of a wicker man to it, but obviously with children being eaten. That's the bare bones of it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I think the concept of the real enemy being the stories that we tell ourselves, I think, is a lovely... Indeed. It's a lovely concept. Yep. And, uh, oh, there's the door. Uh, I think... That's going to sound like a weird sound effect that we've added. That there is yeah, no we were like radio DJs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, coming up on the hour... Um, yeah, so... Harpies are a, a wonderful creature of myth. And, again... Even if they're based on harpies, I think there's something about... So for me, feathers, we kind of see them as soft. I I kind of weirdly consider them inherently friendly because they're on things like ducks and birds and they they live in my pillow. We love your ducks. (laughs) And we all love ducks. So like, I think that's... I like like that. I think to try to turn something that... I think most people probably inherently think of like furry things and feather things as kind of soft and cuddly and nice to try and turn that on. Also one thing that was suitably mystical enough and otherworldly that it's not entirely mad that they would attribute a meaning to it. So if it was just like a big bear, but like, well, why are you giving kids to a bear, you nutters? But the fact that it's something otherworldly and unique to that place, they could theoretically convince themselves that it's got a higher meaning to it. When actually it's just some weird throwback to some weird creatures that exist near where they happen to live. And yet they've attributed the whole pageantry and meaning to their existence, which they're not aware of because they're just creatures who eat. Yeah. And they're sacrificing elements of their own future, in every sense, to an idea that's really unverifiable, except it keeps working. Beautiful. And they can't can't understand why it works in any other way. So, again, you know, thinking of structure then, I guess sort of third acts we're thinking, really it's a fight between perhaps the kids and the older daughter. See, my sketched idea for the end is that maybe the girl and her compatriots start to mark all the houses in the oh. village so it creates basically could have kind of just prove that it's nothing to do with the date nothing to do with the age of the kid yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. they're just creatures who just eat when you do this yeah. and so she marks every door with it and then they just descend it's on a the fucking time. slaughter I'm going to say the last 20 minutes is just visceral yeah. slaughter and I think there's got to be a thread of panic for the protagonist so yes. you've got to have the village at this point's got to have cottoned on. Yeah. So they're trying to kill the protagonists and the group. Yeah, because they think she's the reason it's all gone wrong. Right, whilst they're all all getting fucking yeah. just torn apart and Because slaughtered. they see her as the thing that's broken the system, mm. regardless of the fact that she's proven the system is flawed. Yeah, she's heretical. She's brought heresy exactly. to what they conceived as a workable yeah. system. And then you, you throw in some, like, plucky kids. Well, you can throw in all kinds of weird shit, like culty... Like, the whole idea of, like, the nine months before the five-year yeah. mark where they have to... That that 
has loads of potential for some yeah. fairly messed up shit around yeah. like you know it reminds me of like the moonies or whatever mm. where or, or like is it mormons as well where you yes. basically get it's like you're gonna marry them yeah and that's just gonna be that it also means that every single time anyone's pregnant they're constantly scared that they're gonna give birth on the date where they'll lose their own kid because it's also the nearest one uh, so they all have so so everyone is raised in this climate yeah see that's grim as fuck it's loads of material so it there. makes them so it's going to make the village a weird place yeah and an unpleasant place i think the phrase or the term unpleasant for what we've just been talking about is probably generous a in bit terms wrong. Of, it's, it's a little it's a little soft yeah. on the old descriptive powers Offish. for what i'm imagining in my <laughs> yeah. mind no, I like it, man. I'm, a, I'm quite a fan of mythologies. Mm. and um, I was going for that kind of like almost folklore. Have you thought of like a, a logline or a title or anything? I've not yet. That's the, I've no, been wrecking my brains. I can't think of one yet. I mean, the first one that comes to mind we can't use, which would be Village of the Damned, because yep. it's a fucking um, yep. fantastic John Wyndham novel. It's not called that, though, is it? It's called uh, Midwich Cuckoos. Yes. But all the, all the shitty films of it were yeah. called Village it, of the Damned. It, yeah. The Midwich Cuckoos is just a perfect story. Yeah, it's amazing. a small, perfectly concise yeah. story that just delivers a sort of wonderfully English level of yeah, horror. But it hints at such a larger world. Right. And yet, when they make a film of it, they're like, mm, so I like this idea, yeah. but I tell you what, let's just get rid of everything yeah. here, and we'll just keep one element of yeah. the original story, and then we'll just write a whole... It's like, no, why would you do that? Yeah. The thing's basically a script. Like, it's, it's not that long. You basically just take the dialogue yeah. out, and then put that into a script, and you've got your, yeah. you've got your like, minute, uh, hour and a half. They've wasted everybody's time, sadly. And we'll look at what they did with Hellraiser. Yeah. So that novel is pretty close to... Well, what was the novel called again? Uh, um, Hellbound Heart. Hellbound Heart, well remembered. Pretty close to the film. Yeah. And so, well, I suppose it was Clive Barker. Yeah, Clive Barker is there. Yeah. Is sticking if only John Wyndham was still going and was able to uh, direct films of his own books. Yeah. Anyway. He is no Clive Barker. So, okay. Village was down. Yeah, because he's, cause he's dead. Yeah. Different name and largely just a different person. Yeah. Also, Clive's a fairly rare name. It do, you ever, yeah, do you ever know anyone called Clive? I, one of my, I've got a customer at the place I work. He's called Clive. Don't know if it counts. He is called Clive, though. I suppose we'll have to let it through, because yeah. it is somebody that you've met called Clive. Yeah, I mean, but... I've, I've met a Clive. It's, 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 the, it's the sparkling anecdote I've been <laughs> Well, yeah, my only point is I don't, I've think, I don't think I've ever met a Clive. Yeah. I mean, it, no Clives. The, 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 the sad thing is I'm shown off and I've never met Clive. Just made up. <laughs> I'm just boasting. You just want to seem like a big man. You want to seem like a big man by saying you want to met, met Clive. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've all met Clive. You've met Clive. <laughs> Fucking loser. Somebody in this film should maybe be called Clive if, no, it, it if, be, if yeah. it's a historically appropriate name. It probably would be. Sounds old. Sounds like it could be. Yeah, but I, I, I have no idea. Yeah, been, like, the man I've made up, he's pretty old. <laughs> I mean, you could just call it Harpy. Yeah. Seems a little reductive, but... Um... Yeah, I mean, I mean, Harpy does work because they call people to the rock, so their own weirdness... Oh, that's true. Them, you could call it like... Um, you could call it something like Song for the Children. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because that, yeah, that carries some disturbing kind yeah. of feeling to it. That's yeah. sort of, oh, that's a bit weird. Yeah. And then, and then if you saw it, it was like, oh, it's a horror film and it's called Song yeah. for the... That sounds... I'm yeah. going to fucking watch that. <laughs> I would watch that. I'd be I like, mean, we're watching that, John. Thank God it's not a Jackson Bio. <laughs> <laughs> it's an open goal. Fuck it. It's up. an open goal at that point. <laughs> 
it would have been wrong of me not to say that. No, that's fair enough. You can't no, let it's, a it's good gag pass, especially it's if it's a, yeah, especially if it's a sort of nonce-related one. Um, <laughs> Any kind of jokes I'll ever make. I feel, I feel like I, we need time to chew on, and then perhaps in the next episode's recap, yeah. we can spout out a couple of log lines and titles. Yeah, I, I think we, we, should, see if, we should have have a minute. See if people write in. Oh, I should say at this point, probably should have said it multiple times, but it the email address is let's make a horror movie oh, wow, wow, at right. gmail.com. Oh, right. You're very, very well organized. Yeah. I put our faith in the Skynet of modern times, and yes. they will be reading all of our emails. Awesome. Or reading none of them, depending on how many we get. Yeah. I mean, I've sent myself one, so they'll have read that. Of course, yeah. I'm... Not that exciting. Yeah. So normally at this point we would be going over last week's movie idea with correspondence and ideas from the audience. Yes. Let the people out there in Radio Land give their opinions. <laughs> Radio Land, yeah. Opinions. Input. Input would be better. But because we, we don't have that this week, we can't do that. So... Any other business uh, section, I think. What are you doing now that Game of Thrones is is finished? I'm quite pleased it's finished. Because, I, I mean, it's been a long time. Long time of watching it. Not read the books. Um, obviously, don't plan to now. I don't know who would. <laughs> well, it's done. It's done. I, I have read the books and I now don't plan to finish them because, uh, yeah, I just... Bro- the broad strokes are going to be the same. I mean, it's basically someone spoiled the ending. That's what's happened with it. <laughs> and it's like, it doesn't matter. It's like uh, somebody spoiled the sixth century, mm. like back in the day. Yeah. And well, I still watched it, right? And was it in much time with all the subsequent movies? Did that, is that what ruined it? <laughs> no, no, it was, it was literally when it came out, you know, and it was like, I remember it was like, it was a big event in a sense. Everybody was. was talking about it. People were like, oh my God, have you seen this? What a twist. It's got a big it's twist. Quite a so, to do at the time. Quite a to do. And so I was going to go and see it in the cinema, and some, some twat just told me what happened and but I, I saw it anyway and there wasn't much to it you know because because I it's like so much of that film is predicated on the idea that you don't know what, <laughs> that he's uh, <laughs> should, I, should I spoil it now it's been long enough I don't know mate you be careful and you don't know that the protagonist is a ghost the whole time and you find out at the end and you're like oh shit well, oh my god we're good and <laughs> or some variant on yeah. that right and I think you know that's that's where the bulk of that film's success lives or dies and similarly, Game of Thrones obviously has a lot more meat on the bone yeah. than, than The Sixth Sense does. But, <laughs> than The Sixth Sense. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, the books. And so there is, it's like, oh, well, what will happen to Tyrion's story? Because it's slightly mm. different than it was in the TV program. Or, or what will happen to uh, I, the characters that were in the TV mm. program, like John Connington stuff. But then it's like, if I know how it ends, I don't... There's... there's not much for me that gives more of a fuck mm. than just looking at a Wikipedia summary yeah. <laughs> after, yeah. after the event. Chances are, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say now, I'm gonna put five pounds that Martin's dead before the last book's out. <laughs> what do you mean in plot? No, he's dead. No, I mean, so yeah, just to clarify, I mean, he I think George Martin, R.R. Yeah. R. Martin, not not the Beatles producer. Yeah. will um, die before he releases a complete version of the, this the, the will complete be, this story. This will be played in court. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> of my £5 bet, I'm going to yeah, go and kill him. You've now got like a motive. Mm, that's true. 
Anyway, but what are you doing instead, right? So, because, like, everyone's discussed Game of Thrones to death, and we, everyone's, everyone's miffed, yeah, it was really short uh, ending, and um, it's disappointed everybody. Mainly been watching the Chernobyl series. Incredible. I mean, the HBO series? Um, yes. Yeah, it's grim, set in Russia. Everyone's got a British accent, so you know where you are with it. <laughs> They're not all doing me. Are they British actors, actors, or are they? Yeah, they're all doing their own voices. So there's, there's no, like, meerkat-style impressions. <laughs> um, it's all just straight-up great actors name it. Anyone I'd know? Yeah, Jared Harris. <laughs> Richard Harris's son. Um, All right. Played, played, <laughs> That's, I mean... He played Moriarty in the Sherlock Holmes movie. Uh, oh, the movie? Yeah. Oh, oh, that guy? Yeah. Uh, you mean the so the, the Robert Downey Jr. movies? Yes. I quite like him, actually. He's a great actor. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah. He's, also, <laughs> like he's, he's also in The the Terror, one of the best pieces of horror of last mm, year. Which I criminally have neither seen nor read. Oh, Should I read that before yeah. watching it? Yeah, but I mean, I've. Assuming I want to experience both. Yeah. Should, should I book first? I would say book first, but I think it's unlike Game of Thrones. Because you know how it ends starting a novel. Because it's basically, oh, this is what happened to that ship where everybody died on. So it's like, well, okay, hang on a minute. I think I know where this is going. Mm. So it's very much basically the story is essentially. It's the journey. It's not. Yeah, it's not. How bad. We know they all going to die. Exactly. So it's just how, how does that um, So I don't think one ruins the other. You get a bit more texture of the book, obviously. But then the TV series, fuck, it's good. It's it's grim. It's some of the most upsetting things I've seen for a while. Mm. And, oh, I mean, I wanted to watch it. What was that one? I might have been a hate. No, ABC. Talking <laughs> of M. Night Sh- uh, Shyamalan, yeah. we should probably just mention that he has made a good movie. He has made a good movie. Uh, the Visit. Visit's yeah. a great, a it's great. Uh, I, I stand by that as a good horror film. Yeah, I and think it has it. Ha, it it also largely is predicated on twist, but it does have it's a very good twist. It, it is a very good twist. It's it actually it's a fantastic twist, but yeah. it isn't just that. I feel like it does have it has kind of classic horror movie tropes yeah. throughout um, the first, like up until the twist. And spoiler um, warning: so if anybody's ah, it, don't good. listen to this next bit. Okay. It's got my favorite shit on face scene. <laughs> That I, that, that I that that comes to mind, and yeah, I've, I've I've got a list. I've got I've got a top three. Have you? That's number one with a bullet. <laughs> a I would be I face. would be so remiss if I didn't ask what number two and three were. Save it, mate. Save it for number oh, yeah? two. Oh, you know, can you hint at number two? <laughs> I, mean, I don't mean that like that. There was no pun intended yeah. there. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It's a very good shit on the face scene. When someone says to you, "Oh, mate, look out, yeah." This film's got shit on the face. <laughs> you go into it with a level of expectation that few things can ever really hit. Because it is, it, it, it's totally great. I think if somebody said for me to me, you know, before I watch a film, watch out for the shit on the face. Yeah. <laughs> I, be... I, I wouldn't be thinking about anything else until that scene. It It'd would be... all, arguably maybe even spoil the It'd movie. It'd be a real, for... real check on shit. <laughs> because by the time you get to it, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to ruin it by saying it happens towards the end of the film. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's a it's a high it's a real finale. Yeah, you you know if you if you really were thinking about that the whole time, waiting for it, then perhaps by the point it comes, you might feel a little underwhelmed. I mean, I'm not saying it, I'm not saying it's underwhelming. Oh, it's not underwhelming. It's not underwhelming. <laughs> I mean, it, it delivers if that's your yeah, thing. It does. If deliver. that is your thing, that film uh, for you. It, it really does. It's uh, it's a joy to watch. There's much better Man in Wall yeah. films. There's way better uh, Man in Wall And so, films. again, 
Oh man, I don't know if I can spoil the warning for this one because I've kind of given away the yeah. twist of the film let's, I was going to mention before I mentioned the yeah, film. Let's spoil, the spoiler <sighs> warning across this entire section. No, I don't. Do you know? <laughs> I'm going to try. Going to try something, John. Um, <laughs> apropos of nothing at all. Yeah. I recommend the film Housebound. <laughs> I've heard good things. <laughs> Wonderful film. Yeah. New Zealand's New Zealand's horror. As I say, apropos of nothing, had nothing to do with what we were talking about yeah. prior to me mentioning um, that. Yeah, it's just completely... Just, an, but for some a, reason, a, I thought it was a relevant. Strange segue. Strange segue. Because <laughs> um, that film also has a bit of a twist. It actually has at least three, I think. It's got a lot of twists. And it's fucking great. Yeah. I mean, it probably... I, I've not watched it again. Probably... I don't know how... I mean, it was funny as well. And it was really, really? well... It was really well executed. It's I, just soup to nuts. It's great. I was going to say, if you're looking for something to get past Game of Thrones, uh, The Horus Heresy. Oh, yes, yes. Something I, I completely am... got us off that track. The only reason I mention The Horus Heresy is because I'm reading it, obviously. Of course. Otherwise, why would I be talking about it? It'd be a strange thing. Uh, not enough people I know have read it, so I have a few people... Well, that's quite right, yeah. But a few people to really get, really get into it with. Mm. So just, you know, for my own sense of selfish yeah. need... I kind of would like more people to read it. Yeah, uh, you want you want friends. And also, unlike the King Killer trilogy, yeah. you know, Patrick Rothfuss, we've yeah. talked about this before. Unlike George oh, R. We've R. got a lot to talk about. Oh, we've got so much to talk about. <laughs> unlike unlike fucking George R. R. Martin, Game of Thrones, you know, yeah. well, I, this is a series that is complete. Yes, finished this year. I've yeah. discovered the other day because I'm only on book forty six. Bad even start. I haven't read. I haven't read. I just, just clarify. I haven't read forty six books. I've read. I think it. 21 yeah. you can read the main, the main thread you barely dabbled so yeah I mean I want to read the main storyline yeah. but in a way that when I finish it I still remember what happened at the beginning of course <laughs> which I feel like if I actually read the full f- I think it's 56 books if well, I, I mean, actually read them all I'd be I'd be like f- just fucking all I mean, over mate, the place time's not on our side anyway they're great but they're, I mean they're great in a sort of cool just cool <laughs> well yeah you could call them cool if you want it wouldn't yeah. have been what I I'd have immediately reached for it, but I mean, I obviously agree. But oh, I mean, okay. I wouldn't have gone. Violent. Well, they're, they're <laughs> no, I was well from a horror point of view. Yeah. There, there's a sort of heavy infusion of Lovecraftian horror, mm. not necessarily in the narrative telling, like a like a Lovecraft story, mm. but it's certainly in its contents. So, yeah, like a, a, a kind of like otherworldly tension. Yeah, like a, a whole a whole kind of uh, they call it the um, uh, the immaterium, you yeah. know, uh, like a whole kind of re- reflection of reality on the other that, side. Just beyond that, like the actual veil, there's a load of entities that just want to fuck us up. It's all like tentacles and horns, mm. and you know, it just hates hates. It's sort of <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> chaos. Yeah, yeah. They call it chaos. chaos. Anyway, I just thought you know, sort of horror yeah, related, awesome. but but and also to my previous point, it, it fucking delivers. Yeah. Unlike the other novels that I mentioned, which I did enjoy, I am yeah. I have enjoyed a lot. And spe- you know, I really would like to have read the end, especially to Rothfuss and left, as mentioned, yeah. less fussed about Game of Thrones yeah. now. But uh, yeah, so there you go, Horus Heresy. I mean, I'm reading. It's a good Reddit thread, by the way, uh, that will just tell you what the main twenty-two books are. Actually, it's a lie. It's probably about twenty-five books because the Reddit thread ended about. Three years ago, I mean, you're so they've false missed information out there. Now. now I'm correcting it immediately. <laughs> you're misleading the public. Well, I mean, you're basically Trump. <laughs> Trump doesn't read. Yeah, Trump. It's questionable whether. He, I mean, you know, don't want to do want to talk politics or anything, 
But I think yeah. ultimately you could, you could objectively say it's questionable whether he yeah. can read. No, I mean, or at least to no. what level? Yes, I think. Okay. I think, and it's fair, fair to say that without being yeah. political. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, it's like you've always said: there's good on both sides, <laughs> and, you, and you don't want to Cassidy as first. Uh-huh. And, and I agree that that's the position that you wanted to take, and that's absolutely fine. In this current age. Well, uh, on that bombshell, <laughs> so next time, next episode will be... Um, <laughs> I'll be coming in with a story pitch. Looking forward to it. John will be... Yeah, you'll be giving me yeah. your input. Add some more kids. That's going to be... <laughs> That's going to be your My main, main note. Yeah. yeah. Um, How many kids are in peril? And if it's none, why? Why not? Yeah. And, and can we add some? Because they're so bloody vulnerable and lovely. They are... <laughs> No, as, as, a, as a father, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, yeah, yeah. You, you rush to stress as a father. <laughs> I, I'm going to listen back to that quote, but uh, because they're so vulnerable and lovely, it feels like um, a t shirt or something. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. I'm going to try and upload this okay. somewhere. Like, I'm not going to um, pretend that I know a massive amount about podcasting because I, yeah, I don't. Well, I think quite a lot of people <laughs> there's a lot of podcasts yes, so there are a lot of podcasts. you know it would it would imply a lot of people do actually know quite a lot about podcasting uh, none of which i am aware of because i'm gonna learn sometime that's it yeah. learn by doing yes that's what i always say about surgery <laughs> um so as i was saying i, I i've had an after dinner cigarette this yeah. is why some of my um stuff is now slightly slower mentally than it was earlier yeah. But yeah, so going to try and upload this in order that if anyone did listen and then wrote in, then we would genuinely be able to make this work. Yeah, next and, and time. hopefully you'll do it promptly. I mean, <laughs> it is 2012, so I'm looking forward <laughs> to seeing that go up any day now. 2012. It was a good year. It was a happy time. It was a good year. London Olympics. Yeah. Well, it was, it was what were the mascots' names? <sighs> Fuzz. Fuzz. One of them, neither of them were called Fuzz. Oh, I, I, I want to say Nib, but... <laughs> I feel like this is like almost like a, a, a sort of a vocal Rorschach test. Yeah. <laughs> I, wanna, I, mean, I genuinely want to say Fuzz and Nip. <laughs> yeah, but... I'm going to say, and I don't even know, I don't know, but I yeah, can't remember. It can't be that. You know what, I'm going to look it up right now, because... Can't be Fuzz and Nip. You don't, it, you don't think it could be Fuzz and Nip? Because if it's not them... Who am I thinking of? Hmm. Wenlock was oh, of one of them. Wenlock. Yeah, that must have been the one you think was Fuzz. Yeah, obviously. Fuzz Wenlock. It's just, I can uh, see what I've done. Mandeville. Mand- Mandeville. And... Mandeville. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I forgot. But London 2012 was the Olympics where the logo looked like somebody having sex with somebody else. It did. Like, it, it, yeah. it genuinely looks yeah. like that. It's like you... you... <laughs> Don't have to try I to like, make that, I like that happen. You've, that you've carried sex with somebody else, not, <laughs> not just sex. Not just sex not on just your own. Someone having sex is so with someone else. Uh, yeah, it's I, remarkable. <laughs> I mean, anyone that can't inst- instantly picture that ought to Google uh, the I'm London. Embarrassed. It looks like what I'd imagine every jigsaw puzzle looks like in a mental asylum, where they've just jammed pieces in. Regardless of the picture, they thought, yeah. no, it's, it's fucking. This is it. This is the piece, and they've slammed it in together. So look it up. People. Back in the back when they had mental asylums in the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm really dating myself. Now. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha, gotcha. I, I've seen that. It's a horror thing. A lot. 
Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure people understand what yeah. you, you know, you didn't mean anything I, by fair, just casually calling. I watch an awful lot of horror films, and mental asylums are a theme. Yeah, they are a theme. What was the that one we saw at Fright Fest? Um, oh wait, it was called Fright Fest, wasn't it? Yes, so it was set in a, wasn't it set in a um, yeah a, See, an old mental asylum? The other day, I watched Nightmare on Elm Street three, Dream Warriors, fantastic film, set in a mental asylum. Did they, call it a min- did they call it a mental? Oh, they might call it a place <laughs> like triple kids, I don't know. But, but I mean... I mean, I don't know if that helps then. <laughs> uh, like, your kind of... I, it rent. was clear what they meant. Hellraiser, <laughs> Hellraiser 2. Is it just a hospital? Oh, yeah. Or like, um... <laughs> I mean, isn't it? Yeah. I don't really remember. I just I remember hospital beds are in bed in hospital. What, what am I saying that's not that? You just keep saying everything's a mental hospital. <laughs> I'm sort of gen- oh, mental yeah, asylum. So I'm just sort of gently driving you to remind you I, that I, that's so not is, necessarily is asylum, the preferred nomenclature is asylum anymore. a word now you don't use? I think you could just say asylum, which, yeah, which isn't... I don't think that's a term that's in use. I don't think they call places asylums anymore. But I think if you said, oh, yeah, an asylum, no one's going to be like, uh, that's that's inappropriate. Yeah. But I think I think the term mental, particularly... Cut from here, that looks like a jigsaw in, 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 in a hospital. Where they've jammed a piece of Oh, yeah, in. 2012 was a bit. And that's Oof. all I've got to say on the back. Yeah. <laughs> no, you definitely didn't Bullet say it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, let's make a horror movie. Uh,